The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Welcome back to the 630 Chad Afternoon News. I've got Yanni tickets to give away. I'll do that in the next hour, hour and a half or so. Great conversation we just had with Donovan Workin. Again, if you want to find out more about that free seminar, uh, the uh, power of yes, go to atbcomedy.com and then select shows. You'll see it in our list. Did want to bring uh, this next guest right on. There's a new survey suggesting that uh, Canadians' driving habits might not be as good as they think they are. Listen to this. The vast majority of Canadians admit to at least one bad habit behind the wheel but overwhelmingly still think they're pretty good drivers. The uh, survey was commissioned by Bel Air Direct, and uh, Jason Patuano, Director of Communications at Bel Air Direct, joins me now. Hi, Jason. Hi. Thanks for taking the time to join me. This survey uh, spoke to me. It's a topic we have on the afternoon news here in Edmonton often about driving habits and just the bad habits that you see repeatedly. So, this survey commissioned by uh, Beller Direct, what, what was the reason for commissioning the survey in the first place? Yeah, well, you know, we're always interested, obviously, to hear from customers because we, we have to make sure that our product and our offer is, is targeted to what our consumer have to say. And uh, you, you did mention it earlier on that Canadians believe that they're, they're good drivers, but the, the numbers might show a bit otherwise. So 95% of Canadians have confirmed that they are, yep, they're good drivers. But surprisingly, 93% of them have admitted to engage in at least one bad habit behind the wheel. And, and, and what kind of habits, habits are those? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, we're talking about, uh, you know, eating and drinking, uh, using a cell phone, obviously, uh, sometimes applying makeup, or even uh, being romantic or intimate behind the wheel. In fact, we, we've seen uh, 14% of Canadians have admitted to be at least once romantic behind the wheel. While the car was moving? Um, we didn't uh, confirm that the car was moving, but uh, we can believe that, yes, the car was moving. Well, it must have been a Canadian-wide survey, because that sounds like Quebec to me. <laughs> you know what? I won't pronounce myself on this, but uh, it was a Canada-wide survey. Figures. So you, you do the survey. I guess, were the results surprising to you at all? Well, you know, when you think about it, who would say that they're not good drivers. Like, if you ask the question around you, most of the drivers would say, yeah, I'm pretty good. Uh, but they don't consider... So there's a, there's an awareness issue here where people don't believe or don't know that some of the behaviors they're, they're doing are risky. Um, so I think that it's not surprising in a sense that people believe they're a good driver. What's surprising is is probably the extent of people that actually have bad habits behind the wheel. That That's the, the biggest surprise to us. Now, I know one of the questions you asked uh, in the survey was whether or not drivers would be prepared to give up some of those bad habits if it meant that insurance, I suppose, would cost them less. Is that correct? Yeah, well, in fact, you know, people would be willing to change and mostly around the use of cell phone. When you look at the numbers, uh, you know, 79% of them are saying, you know, we're going to give up at least one bad habit. And it's all about either sending a text checking their phone or making a call or talking to the phone. Um, so but I have to ask, Jason, and I'll just, yep. uh, sorry for cutting you off, but I have to ask, so as an insurance company, though, um, you know, go back to the original results where, you know, mid-90s believe that they're good drivers, but mid-90s yep. also admit to at least one bad yep. habit. So, I mean, how much weight can you put in the promise of a driver who's already admitted to that bad habit that, hey, listen, cut me a deal on my insurance and I'll stop doing it? 
Yeah, well, in fact, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not as easy as that, as I would say. Um, you know, obviously what we need to do is, is look at the driving record, obviously, you know. So a lot of people, it starts with the awareness. As soon as you learn that some of those things that you do behind the wheel are risky, that's a first step maybe to stop or to change your behavior. That's the first thing. We have different tools uh, to help the consumer learn about their driving. We have one called Automerit, which is basically a what we call a usage-based insurance which is something that you uh, bring with you. It's, a, it's an app on your cell phone. And basically, it runs uh, in the background while you're driving. And it can actually tell you if you speed too much, uh, if your braking is correct, or um, also the time of day that you're driving. Um, and then you get a score. And with that score, you can get up to 25% discount on mm-hmm. your driving. So now, is that information a- being shared with, uh, the, with Beller Direct as it's being accumulated? Uh, it's 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 an information. It's an app from Direct. So just as, like all the information we have, you know, obviously to measure the risk and 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 provide an insurance policy to the customer. This is other information. It's not sensitive information per se, but it's only kept confidential. It's kept confidential, and it's basically to uh, allow our customer to save more money. Uh, but if I download the app and use it, uh, can I opt out of you seeing the results if I don't like them? Well, no, because the goal of this is obviously if you if you accept the term and condition, obviously it's it's for a specific period of time. But you can always opt out and decide not to be part of it at any time. You know, yeah. you, that's that's something obviously that is an option for the customer. See, it's an interesting thing because uh, I believe myself to be a good driver, and I believe myself to be um, cognizant of bad driving habits around me all the time. But I I possibly fall in this category as well, though. Um, I don't make the obvious mistakes that upset me. We did a story, in fact, yesterday about the five driving habits. It was a a survey out of Ireland, um, and among them were tailgating, the use of uh, phones in the car, not uh, the lack of use of signals, like those sort of things, right? Yep. And I don't do those things, and I'm aware of people around me who are not driving correctly in those areas, but there's probably other areas that I am not aware that I'm doing incorrectly. And, And did that come out of the survey, do you think? Well, you know, it's all about uh, also, and, and we didn't do that necessarily for the survey, but to rank the risky behavior from one to ten, let's say, because obviously, uh, you know, one of the things we got in the survey is that some people are singing behind the wheel. You know, that's not what you call the riskiest uh, behavior, because at the end of the day, if you focus on the road and you sing, you know, it's just, you know, putting a good mood in the car. But if you are really into it and you close your eyes while you're singing to get that pitch note, (laughs) um, you know, that might be a behavior that is risky. So we didn't necessarily measure the level of risk for each behavior, but obviously um, anything that puts your focus off what you're supposed to be doing um, is something that is risky and that can cause an accident. And the accident is not only like a fender bender. Some of the things that we see on the road today is way more serious than that. So, you know, yeah, we had a bit of fun with the uh, with the survey, but the goal here is to maybe bring a bit of awareness to Canadian driver in terms of, you know, driving is not a right, it's a privilege. And we just need to make sure that when we are behind the wheel, we are 100% focused on, on driving our car. So that's basically the message with, uh, with the survey. It's an interesting one too, an important one, Jason, because uh, the message I got from reading about this survey and the responses was twofold. One was what you just uh, 
summed up and mentioned, you know, that we have to be a little more cognizant of how, you know, what we're doing and what uh, uh, makes us a good driver. But the other side of it is knowing that 93% of the cars around me are apparently going to make at least one mistake while driving by me. Um, you know, it's it's just another thing to think about that that car on the highway that's headed towards you, that yep. could be a driver who's, mm-hmm. you know, trying to hit that high note and stairway to heaven, right? Yeah, exactly. And God knows it's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but 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 seriously, just you saying that to me shows that if we could bring a bit of awareness to say, you know, when you're on the road, um, you know, think about the other guys around you and, and be careful because you never know how bad the other person in front of you is driving. And we don't want to be fatalist with our comments, but it, it, it's just for us to, to be, you know, we need to be 100% focused because you never know when the guy beside you is going to make that mistake. Exactly right. Uh, Jason Patuano, Director of Communications, Bell Air Direct. Uh, I've really enjoyed this conversation, Jason. Thanks so much for having it with me. Thank you so much. Have a great afternoon. Bye-bye. It is, of course, Friday, which, uh, as we always do here on the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News, we try and get through the big blue folder of stories that we didn't get to through the course of the week. Yay! Uh, I know, and I've got I a ton of them. I love the big blue folder. As do I. As do I. And, you know, rarely do we get to the bottom of it. This one I loved. We'll throw it in the category of uh, gross misconduct. Um, so listen <laughs> to this, G. Yes. All right. So there was three guys down in a Walmart in Swatera Township, Pennsylvania. No, not Florida. No, not surprisingly, not Florida, although they could have been from Florida. We don't know. But they were in Swatara Township, Pennsylvania. This happened just last Saturday. Okay. And they robbed the place. What? Yeah, they robbed the place um, of $561 worth of stuff from the store. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. So I guess they're just grabbing and... Is that a grabbing dash? That's a lot of stuff. It is at a Walmart. Walmart? That's a lot. I would never have to buy clothes again if I had $561 (laughs) worth of clothes from Walmart. Now, here's, and you know, um, thieves do this. They disguise themselves so that they can't be identified by witnesses or police, right? Right. You know, you wear a mask, whatever. Mm -hmm. Put a whatever stocking over your face. Balaclava, stocking, whatever. So here's what these guys did. Uh, There was three of them. There was an 18-year-old. His name is uh, Larmer Wall. Uh, He dressed up as a bull. And then there was a 20-year-old, D'Angelo Manns, and he dressed up as a werewolf. And okay. Then there was, yep. There was an 18-year-old, Jashan J- Dixon. He dressed up as a, as a gorilla. Now, listen. You, so, you might ask yourself. This sounds like a bad joke. I know. Exactly. A bull, a, a werewolf, bull, and a, a gorilla, gorilla walk into a Walmart <laughs> right? in Pennsylvania. Um, you might ask yourself, G, how is it possible if they were in disguise and elaborate? I know their names. Well, I'll tell you how I know their names. Because uh, Larmer, D'Angelo, and uh, Jossen um, didn't take the costumes off. So when police were called to the Walmart to say, hey, we just got robbed by a bull, a werewolf, and a gorilla, they put out the call, hey, if anybody happens to see a bull, a werewolf, or, or a gorilla, and somebody answered the call and said, I'm looking at them. They didn't, they didn't get out of their costumes. They're escaping... So they Brilliant. they arrested them. That it was they arrested them like a block from the Walmart. It must have been the easiest caller. <laughs> exactly. You had one job. <laughs> you you know what I mean? Take off the costume. Like that should have been somewhere on the to-do list. They clearly list. didn't think think it through. Well, plus they're robbing a Walmart. Like no offense, you know I love Walmart, but I mean if I'm going to risk jail time, it's not going to be for Walmart. 
No. It's going to be Tiffany's no. or whatever that right. store is, right? Yeah, Tiffany's is, is a good one. The Blue Box store, right? That is correct. Yeah, although their security is somewhat better than Walmart's. But anyways. <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah. So, yeah, they're all going to, well, we don't know if they're going to jail. They've all been charged. They've all uh, pled not guilty, but we'll see how that turns out. But I mean, you think somebody would have questioned them with all those masks on. Well, talk about drawing attention to yourself, though, well, right? Well, yeah. Like they go Because it's not Halloween. I mean, right. Halloween, I can understand. Sh- even, yeah, exactly. I but mean, I've been into stores street, in a costume in Halloween and nobody's questioned me. <laughs> Actually, you know, Max and 7-Elevens won't let you do that anymore. Good to know. They tell you to take the, they, you have to take the mask off. They have to be able to see you. Although usually I just have makeup on, but I mean like. That. Not my everyday makeup. Right. Would have been so easy, but it's Friday. Okay. Let's uh, take our second break. I just received this text. I can hear their lawyer now. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, that could have been any werewolf bull or gorilla. <laughs> They're Brilliant. profiling. Uh, hey, let's not do that. Uh, let's do this instead. Did you used to go as a child to uh, Chuck E. Cheese? Jalen Nye? Jalen Nye. Sorry, G? <laughs> That's okay. Um, with my younger brother, yes. Oh, okay. So you I, was a bit, I was a bit too old by the time Chuck E. Cheese mm, came here. Plus you were... But I could still go with the younger siblings. Sure, right? sure, sure. And, you know, I used to take my uh, older kids to Chuck E. Cheese. I'm not sure that my younger ones that I ever did... Uh, probably did. Do you remember uh, the um, uh, animatronic animal band? <laughs> yes. That would just, for no particular, like there'd just be this band that was like a statues, mm-hmm. and they would I suddenly love all start of those playing. Bands. Yeah. Right. And they would just, mm-hmm. yeah. And they would play for an uncomfortably long period of time, as I recall. And if you happen to have the table right beside there and you had a children's birthday party going on, usually screaming ensued, right? Because these statues just it suddenly. It was terrifying. Right. It was terrifying for me, and I was a parent. I thought it was outstanding. Well, it turns out uh, that the animatronic animal bands at Chuck E. Cheese's are going the way of the drive in theater, they're getting rid of them. They're, what? Yeah. Uh, location by location, they're going to be getting rid of them, and they've already started. Three locations in Kansas City, Missouri, are next on the list to have them removed. Four locations in San Antonio has all, have already had them removed. The CEO of Chuck E. Cheese, by the way, what's his office look like? That's, yeah. Uh, the CEO says they're phasing them out because, and this is what he said, Kids stop looking at the animatronics years and years ago. They would wait for the live Chuck E. Cheese to come out or Chuck E. to come out. Yeah. Huh. I suppose that's true. These days... Well, I guess now they're kind of desensitized. Well, I... Well, because yeah. you see robots, you see... Like, it's not... I, mean, I think we they see kids, everything through a screen, right? Mm-hmm. On a tablet or a phone. So the idea of... These things moving all mechanically and playing instruments are just, I guess... But you see a lot more of those out and about, right? Like, you see more mechanical-type things. When we were kids, that wasn't as common, right? Do you want to hear an odd... uh, uh, I love anything odd. A side note to this story. Yes, please. Um, So, as often is the case, you know, somebody reports the story, right? So, you you read it, or there's a press release, or whatever. So, But there's always... um, There's always, for more information... You can write this person, right? Right. The city does. Everybody does it. Politicians, you know. And so typically that's the number you call or the email address you write where you say, well, we'd like to have him on the show. Um, So in this particular case, I wrote Chuck E. Cheese. You did? I did. But not to have them on the show. Get coupons? Which No, which I made very clear in the first sentence. Hey, this is not an interview request. I wanted to know if I could buy and how much it would be. The band? Yeah. Is it, would it be possible to buy the band? Because I would I would totally either put that in my backyard or my basement. That would be outstanding. Um, do, have you 
received a reply. They have not replied. I, I don't think they took me seriously. But would that not be See, the greatest? You sh- oh. That's way better than a beer sign. That's outstanding. I know. Like, And, you know, here's the thing. I'm on a bit of a limited budget, and a lot of my friends aren't. So I go to their houses, and they've got, you know, pool tables and wine rooms. And, you know, Jalen Nye's got a whatever on her acreage there. She's got, like, the fire pit and the the egg and whatever else she's got out there, hot tub, right? I have none of that stuff. But I would no longer feel inadequate uh, to many of my friends if I was like, yeah, that's nothing. I've got an animatronic band in my basement, right? You know what, you know what I mean? Like, that's pretty cool. I'd and be the only one. if you could rig it, that you could just get it to play, like, whatever music? It, what you'd have to do 80s? is... You'd have to Girls not rig it. Girls just want to have fun. Right. You would have to not rig it, like, one of those Christmas decorations. You know those annoying pieces? Of, you know those things when you walk into the house and the, the Christmas tree starts singing? Oh, my mom has one that looks like uh, Jason from... It's a... Oh. That explains a lot. Right? Okay. Uh, we got two minutes here. Do you want to give away these tickets? Sure. 496-0063, the number to call. 496-0063. I got a pair of tickets to see Yanni on November 7th. I don't normally give away tickets in the first hour, so hopefully this is a new batch of listeners that might want to go to that show. It's uh, pretty special. He'll provide fans with a closer look into his world by giving them pure Yanni, a night of piano and conversation. Um, Let's just take a call without even looking. Hi, who's this? Hi, it's Rob. Hi, Rob. That didn't take long to get through. How are you? Good. Good, good. Uh, Do you know what you're calling to win? Uh, Yanni's tickets. Yanni tickets, yeah, okay. Are you a fan of Yanni? Sorry? Are, are you a fan of Yanni? Uh, no, but my mom is, and that's who I'd like to win the tickets for. I hear a lot of that. I've heard a lot of that this week. Yeah, your mom. How old's your mom? Uh, she's 76. Nice. 92, my mom. Going to be 93 in about a month. Wow, that's lived a good life. That She's had a good life, and I can't... You know what? I've asked her what the key to it is, and she says drinking and smoking. So I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's weird. Uh, okay, well, that's it. They're yours. I'm going to put you on hold. G's going to get some information from you. You're off, or your mother's off to see Yanni. You know what? In fact, you should take your mother to Yanni. I think I will. Okay. Uh, well, that's the condition upon which I'm giving you these tickets. It has to be with mom. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Done and done. I'll put you on hold. Uh, thanks for that. Thanks for listening. We'll take a break for the news headlines. When we come back, I think we're going to be joined by Acting Staff Sergeant Steve Sharp from EPS, but might be on the phone. We'll figure it out. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.